I'm Heidi Harris. Welcome to the Heidi Harris Show podcast. I do this a couple of times a week. You can subscribe at iTunes for free. You can also check them out at HeidiHarris.com. And you can find me weekdays, 8 to 10 a.m. live at 670 a.m. KMZQ in Las Vegas. Can you stand another podcast about the Kavanaugh situation? Well, I'm going to do one more. Now, by the time you hear this, they may have already voted. I'm doing this early this morning on Friday, the 28th of September. I watched every minute of the testimony yesterday. I got to tell you, I was very compelled by what Brett Kavanaugh had to say, and I was very moved by his reaction to what they've tried to do to him. We'll get to that coming up after we check in with our sponsor, Donna Francavilla. The Heidi Harris Podcast is heard by tens of thousands of listeners because she's sassy, funny, and lovable. If you'd like to place your message on the podcast, I'll help you get started. I'm Donna Francavilla, owner of Frankly Speaking Communications. I'll voice your message for you for just $100, recorded, edited, and submitted as a special offering. Let me help you tell your story. Write to me at DonnasNiceVoice.com. That's DonnasNiceVoice.com. So the sad thing to me about the Kavanaugh-Ford situation is that Democrats automatically wanted to believe her just because they were Democrats. Or some sexual assault victims automatically wanted to believe her because, after all, she claims to have been a sexual assault victim, which is ludicrous because, as I've outlined in a previous podcast, I've been there myself and I don't automatically believe any woman. Just because I've been through something doesn't mean everybody else is telling the truth about what they've been through. I mean, where's the objectivity? Do people not have it anymore? Oh, she's speaking for all survivors. No, she's not. Now, do I believe Christine Blasey Ford was probably molested by somebody? Maybe. But I don't think it was Brett Kavanaugh after listening to both sides testify. Not at all. But I also think she's got deeper psychological problems. I mean, really? You need to have two doors on the front of your house because you're terrified about what? Because some guy felt you up when you were 15? She's got serious issues that have nothing to do with being felt up by some guy when she was 15. By the way, most teenage girls go through that probably several times with guys trying to push it too far or whatever over the course of their life. Not that they are necessarily trapped on a bed, but come on. Every girl who's ever kissed a boy knows he tries to grab something besides that. Come on, please. Most people would move on from that, but she's psychologically traumatized forever reliving it. Really? That's pretty scary to me. So she's got much bigger issues than Brett Kavanaugh. And I don't believe Brett Kavanaugh is the one who did it. I really don't. There was no corroborating evidence. She testified that she went to a house. She didn't remember where it was. And I get that because when I was a teenager, if I wasn't driving the car, there are houses I may have gone to that I didn't realize exactly where they were. Or even if I was driving, what I remember 35 years later, probably not. But she didn't remember how she got there, who drove her home. She didn't clearly say anything to anybody else who identified themselves later, didn't talk about her so-called attack. So once again, The fact that you don't report doesn't mean it didn't happen. I didn't report mine. It doesn't mean it didn't happen. So you have to look at all these factors. You have to be objective. You have to weigh everything equally. You have to look at all the facts. You can't say, well, she's definitely telling the truth because you're a Democrat or definitely lying because you're a Republican. I actually saw that one of my um, talk radio colleagues in a different market actually got fired from Fox News because he was calling these women lying skanks. Really? lying skanks. First of all, I don't know that all of them are making it up. I really don't. And secondly, what kind of a word is skank? Really? This is what you call women? 
I mean, there are some women who are kind of sleazy and stuff like that, but calling a woman a skank, there's, there's no evidence that Christine Blasey Ford is any kind of a skank by anybody's definition. And so this guy lost his job as a Fox News contributor, and you know what, rightfully so. And I know this guy, and he's talented, and he's smart, and he's good-looking, but come on, you're not doing the talk radio world any good by calling people skanks. Now, I say outrageous things sometimes that, well, some people consider them outrageous, but I never say things just for effect. And I'm a little bored with the name-calling. You know, if I have listeners who will call the show occasionally, they'll call and they'll say, oh, well, they'll use the word libtard. What does that even mean? Just stop it. Come on, do you need some help with your vocabulary? Is that what it comes down to? So I have no patience with calling people names, calling them skanks or libtards or anything else. You know, these are women who maybe, in some cases, genuinely feel as if they've been victimized. And do they deserve to be heard? Sure, they do. And she was heard, and I don't believe she's right. I don't believe it was Brett Kavanaugh. Anyway, so here we are this morning. Dean Heller, of course, Mr. Fence Sitter, is always deciding, you know, to put his hand in the wind and figure out which direction the wind's going to go before he votes. We'll see what happens. I think... The Republicans have to vote Brett Kavanaugh in. He gave a very impassioned opening speech where he talked about the damage to his family. This guy was clearly destroyed. And you got to figure, this is a federal judge. This is not some wuss. But he was clearly destroyed by the allegations made against him. What people don't take into account, or maybe they don't care about, is the fact that he has had all kinds of things thrown against him that he can't defend, and his family's had to hear this, his children, his wife, his parents. This has been, by all accounts, an incredibly great guy, and yet they're throwing all this stuff at him. Now, one of the things that drove me crazy yesterday with the Democrats on the Senate Judiciary Committee is after he gave his opening remarks, which were very, very powerful, and of course the left, you know, they can't stand it. Oh, he's angry. I'd be angry, too. I'd be furious if somebody was trying to sully my reputation the way people have tried to sully his. And, of course, the fact that the Senate Judiciary Committee dragged their feet for 10 days and didn't give him a hearing that he demanded the next day gave everybody more time to believe these things about him, more stuff going on. Can you imagine what it's like to be a husband and a father when these false allegations are being bandied about? And your reputation is being destroyed. And once again, of course, that's coming from me. I believe him. And I wasn't sure what to believe at first. Obviously, I saw the hearings, and he seemed like an upstanding guy. And, of course, you know, it sounds like he drinks too much on occasion, or at least he did back then. But, you know, my attitude is if you drink that much continuously, and there's no evidence that he drinks that much now, if he did, he wouldn't have been as successful as he has been. Now, are there alcoholics who are functioning, who work every day? Absolutely. I have some in my family who can do a job every single day. But the fact of the matter is to achieve what he's achieved, if you are a falling down drunk as some of the Democrats tried to portray him, there is no way that you would have been as successful as you have been. And something else that drove me crazy with the Democrats yesterday is after he gave his opening statement, they acted like it was no big deal. They tried to act like they weren't moved by it. They didn't really care about the damage done to his reputation or his family or anything else. They didn't care about that. Then almost every person on the Senate Judiciary Committee on the left asked him about an FBI investigation, which is ludicrous because if they'd wanted one, they could have called for one. And they kept asking him, well, Judge, will you ask for an FBI investigation? Everybody knows the whole point is to drag this out. The whole point is to say that Brett Kavanaugh is under FBI investigation for sexual assault charges. They all know it. And that's what drives you crazy. They're liars. They could have called for an FBI investigation, and that's what Lindsey Graham very clearly pointed out yesterday. But beyond the stupidity of saying 
that he should call for an FBI investigation when they could have done it themselves. Besides all of that, it drives me crazy when people waste time asking the same question everybody else has asked. Now, I've been out to political events where you take questions, or I've been to political events where other politicians are taking questions. And I don't know what it is about people who have this love affair with a microphone, but if you've got a microphone and you've got people standing in line to ask a question, and somebody asks a question about whatever, let's pick it, uh, parking rates, okay, in the casinos. And then five other people will get up and ask the same question. What is wrong with people? Why are folks so dumb? Why can't you just sit down, someone's already asked the question that you wanted to ask, just take the answer and just be done with it. But people are just stupid when it comes to that. And Brett Kavanaugh answered the question every which way from Tuesday yesterday, patiently, I thought, when the senators would ask him about an FBI investigation. And he basically said, look, I have been willing to go through any investigation necessary. By the way, did I mention he's been vetted six times, including just recently again, after all the other times he's been vetted, he's been recently vetted again as a Supreme Court nominee. And they want what, more investigation? What's the FBI going to do? They're going to talk to her. They're going to talk to him. But that's not what it's about. Everybody knows it's all about destroying this man. But the saddest thing to me is this has not pushed the needle forward one bit on the so-called Me Too movement. That has been used to destroy men, unfortunately, because there are genuine victims. Certainly, I count myself among them, although I wouldn't call myself anybody's victim. But the fact is there are people who have been victimized who are never going to get a hearing just because maybe the time has passed and you can't really get the information out or you're not going to be able to prove anything, which is the case with me. Or for whatever reason, and those victims have been left by the wayside. The Democrats don't care about them. They're not interested in them. They're only interested in people who have been molested or alleged to have been molested by somebody who's on the right. That's all they care about. And that's what's so frustrating, too. If you watch these people, they're selective outrage. They didn't give a damn about anybody who was accusing Clinton. They didn't give a damn about anybody who was accusing a congressman like Keith Ellison. They don't care about any of that. They only care about the people when you drag a $100 bill through the faculty lounge. They care about those people, the ones who can go after Brett Kavanaugh. And once again, with no information, I don't believe she's lying. I think it was just somebody else. I don't know. And I feel bad for Christine Blasey Ford. Clearly the woman has major issues that weren't caused by Brett Kavanaugh. And it's like anything else in life. You can decide how you want it to affect you. You can either be traumatized for the rest of your life, or you can move on with your life, which is what I did. I mean, nobody took anything from me. Nobody. They only take something from you if you allow them to take something from you. So Christine Blasey Ford, I believe, I predict, hours from the vote in the Senate, I predict she's just going to go back into obscurity, hopefully. I hope people leave her alone. I hope people don't give her death threats. I know she's already dealt with that. Well, so has Brett Kavanaugh. I mean, Brett Kavanaugh's had death threats. His family's been threatened. His wife's been sent horrible emails. I mean, it's nasty out there. I can tell you, when I used to do cable TV every week, the nastiness is unbelievable. Now, the right and the left can be nasty. We know that. But bottom line if you don't have proof, and it's very difficult to prove something 36 years later, I just don't know what you do. You don't destroy a man's career. But the problem, of course, becomes, even if he becomes the next justice of the Supreme Court forever and ever, people are going to be looking at this and saying, oh my gosh, Brett Kavanaugh, you know, molester. Really? Just like they do with Clarence Thomas after all these years. I don't, but there are people who will always wonder whether or not he harassed Anita Hill. 
And it's a shame because if you're not proven to be guilty, and I realize this was not a trial, but in the court of public opinion, unfortunately, even an allegation forever will haunt you. And in the court of Google, it will haunt you forever also. So it's unfortunate. But once again, we shouldn't come down to the point in America where we only believe people from our side of the aisle. You automatically believe her because she's a Democrat. You automatically believe him because he's a Republican. Really? Without hearing the facts? That's even scarier. Got to be honest. Join me for the Heidi Harris Show weekdays, 8 to 10, on 670 AM KMZQ in Las Vegas. And, of course, catch my podcast a couple of times a week. I post this at HeidiHarris.com. Don't forget to pick up a copy of my brand-new book. It's called Don't Pat Me on the Head, Blowbacks, Setbacks, and Comebacks in Vegas Radio. Got a lot of great behind-the-scenes radio stories, and I think you'll find it interesting if you like talk radio. I think you'll learn something about the way it's done and the craziness that goes on behind the scenes. Check it out at Amazon, or you can also pick up a copy at HeidiHarris.com. And be sure to sign up for my free newsletter at HeidiHarris.com. Until we meet again, remember, you were created for a purpose. Here's Tony Scottwell. (laughs) 